Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Domingo will go into the corner. Great try, Queensland. Mal Meninga. Uh, Mal, very good morning to you all. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Heading for great savings every day. The origin dust is just settling now. We're a... Uh, a week after sealing the series, or well, we've sealed it already, lifting the shield. Um, how did you? How did you find it? How do you feel, even though we lost that last game, Mal? We couldn't get yeah. the clean sweep. <laughs> oh, I'm still feeling very satisfied as a Queenslander, obviously. You know, so um, yeah, we did know at least three weeks ago that we've um, got the series all sewn up again for 2023. Um, yeah, a little bit disappointing, obviously, to finish the way we did, but. I know how difficult it is, Ben, to go 3-0. And the game, game's history tells you that, doesn't it? You know, so it is difficult. Um, you know, even like I mentioned, you know, through my reign as, as coach and even as a player. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we got ourselves into situations, I think about eight times we did uh, throughout, throughout its history and only done it, you know, four times. So it is difficult. It is difficult. But congratulations to Benny. I'm oh, sorry, sorry to Billy <laughs> and, uh, and all the team. Um, you know, that was a fantastic series and, you know, well done. It was indeed. Mal, we, we, we played a caller that came through on, uh, well, through this time slot, through Matty uh, White's show on, uh, on Monday. And uh, Grant suggested, he said, State of origin. It's got to be a once-off at the end of the year. That way you take away the impact on clubs and players getting injured. Like we've, we've seen Turbo is, is going to be out for a, um, an extended period because of uh, origin series. One-off, no. End of the year, really? I don't think so. Mel, where do you sit on the timing of state of origin? Oh, well, I'm an advocate of you know, through the season, obviously. you know, But we still have to find a solution, I reckon, Ben, you know. So for me, um, I'm in agreement with, with Wayne, you know, because I sat with Wayne. We did that end of season um, after COVID, obviously, uh, with Origin Series and the three weeks in a row did work. Um, the only thing against the end of the year is there was a couple of things. Obviously, we've got players who finish the season, the bottom eight teams, um, you know, about eight, you know, at, at the end of August or beginning of September. So they've got about four or five weeks they've got to sit out. Um, then obviously progressively as the series, uh, final series goes, you know, you've got players sitting out. So they're out of out of um, playing um, form, you know, for a number of weeks. Um, and then obviously, you know, there's the international program too, which I'm a big advocate of, obviously, you know, still a national coach. So I, I kind of agree with, with Wayne about the middle of the year, you know, where it isn't just week on and week on week on week, three games. In reality, you probably only miss two games uh, with your club um, if the preparation you get the preparation right. Um, but I think it's a bigger dis- bigger discussion in the game itself with all stakeholders. I believe that the whole season needs to have a look at be looked at um, when you when you look at the length of the the, the competition. Now you say so you started you, know, you got pre season through February. Um, we start in the season at the beginning of March this year. We don't finish it till 
you know, the beginning of October. Then we got an international series off the back of a World Cup last year. So the players are playing a fair bit of footy. So we've just got to have a look at how you schedule all these different elements that the game wants, you know, pre-season competition, the domestic in-season competition. Uh, in the middle of that, it's got a state of origin. Then there's an international uh, focus at the back end of the year as well. So we've got to look at, you know, maybe, maybe trying to, how we minimise, you know, player workload and amount of games they play through, you know, the period that they they've got to, you know, through the winter months. I guess that's what rugby league is. It's a it's a winter sport. Well, let's start that discussion, Mel. I mean, do we do we pay, we can't pay back the season? We've got buyers now, haven't we? With seventeen teams, or do we play less games during the season? Well, that's well again. It's it's discussion with the all the stakeholders, and then you obviously got to have a discussion with the broadcasters and mm. and what's their agreements. You know, they'll so have a, the, they'll have a fair the say. Year, yeah, yeah, they have a fair say. Obviously, you know. So, you know, through the month of Feb, we're playing you know two uh, trials, and we take that to the bush, which is fantastic, which is great for the game. Uh, we've got the All Stars game, which is great. We've got the um, you know the World Club game as well. So. Um, you know, is that too many? You know, what are we doing there? So do we only need one trial match as an example? You know, they had a, they made a bit of a, a competition out of it at the beginning of this year, which worked really well. They had uh, St. Helens come over, didn't they? You know, and, and to play the World Club, but also played part of the uh, the preseason. Then we got 27 rounds, you know, three buys. So the game's getting long. The season's getting longer, not shorter. Mm. And then we're expected to play Origin in the middle of it, and then we've got an international program at the back end of it, you know. So um, what's the priority? Well, the priority is obviously the domestic season, the NRL season, isn't it? You know, so we look at, you know, do we need as many games to, to kick off the year? Um, so we look at probably reducing that. That's that's my feeling on it. And then obviously the domestic season, because there is some contracts obviously in place broadcaster-wise, you look at, you know, keep it the same, but then bringing that, that window where Origin is into three consecutive games, which means you only miss two club games, really, through the middle of the year. And there's got to be some sort of compensation back to clubs, I believe, for losing those players, whether that's in the form of some monetary compensation or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I don't think injury is a is an issue. You know, I know that, you know, fans might think, uh, that because if you get injured in Origin, you miss, you know, you you're missing club games. But you know, there's a risk of if you just keep on playing club games, you're going to get injured. Uh, and then obviously, you know, there's the it's the end of the end of the season within a national program. So you want to try to still have an international program, um, but try to minimise that as much as we possibly can because you know, with the players' association, the way the players work at the moment, they've mm. got to have six to eight weeks off at the back end of the year. So. It's a, it's about you know having a an all of all a game discussion around how we can actually reduce the workload of the players but still have these elements to the season that is that you know makes our game so exciting. Mel, I, I love the fact that in the middle of the season, uh, when Origin is on, we get to see names and we get to see players that we don't normally see. We, we we've had legends balling out of this, like the baby Broncos coming through. We saw, we've seen over the years, uh, players that have just come on the scene with with nothing to lose because they know they're holding and minding a spot, but they get a taste of first grade and they blow people out of the water. There there is a romance to this. There's a theatre to this. I I love that an understrength team can come in and perhaps topple 
uh, 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 one of the top flight teams with, with a bunch of no names. It, it's what our sporting folklore is built on. So I love that side of things. The practicality of it may not be there. I, I, I think three matches in the middle of the season, yes. Do we play them on consecutive weeks and, and build I in? I agree. That's and, what I mean. Yeah. So, so say three, three Sundays, three Saturday, three Friday nights in a, in a row. And then, but you have to build in other stuff around those three. I weeks. think you keep. I think you keep the comp going. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, you know. So, like, like I said, if you have three weeks in a row, realistically, um, you play the you play the week before the first Origin. Obviously, you come into camp for that week. You maybe play it on a Sunday. You mm. go Sunday to Sunday, um, and then you you realistically only miss two two games in the middle of all that. And then after the third game, you. You come into back into club footy, you know. So you, so realist, you know, realistically, you 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 out for two weeks from your club. Yeah, I okay. come. Um, so so that's that's probably the fairest way. Um, it's it's been heightened this year, Ben, because they've, we've lost, you know, um, Tommy Tavoyevich obviously through it all, which is he's an important part to the Manly club. Um, you've got young Tommy Gilbert, you know, Wayne's obviously yeah. with the Redcliffe Club. You've got Jai Arrow with the South Club who have been obviously vocal in this point as well, you know. So um, Latrell obviously got hurt at training with through Origin. So, yeah, they've been, see, they've been I'm affected not, by it all. Yeah. This has been happening for 42 years, that's what I'm saying. Well, exactly. And so that can happen in a club game as well. Just because they're playing well, Origin, exactly. it doesn't mean that that exactly. was, it wasn't going to happen and, and couldn't happen as well. So that's... No. Um, yeah. Hey, um, well, with that three-week window, sorry, I'll just yeah. finish off with the three that three-week window. We did that in October in 2020, and the team the team stayed together. Um, mm. We were able to build the team over over those three games. Um, you know, we didn't get we didn't get too many we didn't get too many injuries, but a lot of bumps and bruises because Origin is a is a beast. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I think it worked, and then we just keep the season going. But I think that three-week window, you can prepare the team. And get it going. You know, game one's a bit difficult, but if you keep consistency of, of um, the, you know, the the uh, the squad yep. you know, with the coaching staff, you develop and it becomes a pretty interesting series. I reckon. Yeah, and and you know what? There's a lot of the buyers are condensed around that period as well, so you still have games each and every day, and then you might have, bring in uh, the well, Pacific Nations yeah, exactly. rep, you know, rep team. You might be Tonga, Samoa, or, uh, New Zealand, and oh and, no, you and just keep you just keep the cop going, Ben. You just keep the cop going. You know, so. You'll have buys anyway, yeah. so you you still you still got a, a major game which is Origin. You just got to fill in Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with um you, with your domestic competition. Really, seventeen minutes and past. Then, and then, yeah, sorry. No, I keep cutting you off, Mel. Where are my manners? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I was on a bit of a roll there. Now I, I forgot know. what I'm going to say. You, you keep going. You just go do your ads. Go away. No, go. no. Well, well, okay. <laughs> it pays the bills, doesn't it? All thanks to Chemist Warehouse. You get half price off Synovus <laughs> Vitamins, Mel. You know that. Yes, it excludes the bulk absolutely. sizes. Exactly. Hey, Mel. Do it every day, mate. Ray has phoned in. He's been patiently waiting. He, he's got a point to bring up. Ray, morning. You're on the air with Mel. Morning, gentlemen. How are you? Morning, Ray. Well, I'm well, thanks. Hey, uh, that's good. Now, sorry about Ben dropping the ball on you there and cutting you <laughs> off all the time. It's a bit rude, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Cal, you listen to um, him. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you've got a good team, you don't tinker it. But if Channel 9 has the second most watched program in Australia behind the coronation, why would they even consider it? 
No, yeah, I, I agree with that too, you know, so. Oh, well, you don't, I think it's, um, the clubs are obviously coming out and, and uh, having an opinion around around where Origin sits at the moment, obviously, you know, because, you know, they, they're the ones, obviously, that pays the players the dollars uh, that they earn on a, on, you know, on a week-to-week basis. So I just think it's been heightened this year, Ray, because of Tommy Turbo, you know, um, Latrell obviously missing a lot of the South Rabbitohs games with, you know, Jai Arrow, mm-hmm. Tommy Gilbert, you know, Wayne's come out and talked about the, the, the three weeks in a row um, because obviously the Redcliffe Dolphins have been affected by it as well. So I think it's, it's just been heightened because of that. And I just think um, the conversation has to happen though because, you know, with the players' workload, when they're playing so many games in the year and they're not having... Off the back of World Cup too, I just think, you know, we, we probably could have done that a lot better off the back of World Cup. What you do at the, at the beginning of the year and what you do at the end of the year is really important. I'm leading and letting you go, Mal. I was just taking a breath in to make sure I wasn't <laughs> going to cut you off. I wasn't right. going to cut you off. Be- right, Abby, right. Before right. before we do run out of time, before we do run out of time, I, I do want to direct your attention back to club land, origin. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I, I don't mind that. Three games in a row. Um, in a, uh, just bang, bang, bang. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Is Mal on to something? Of course he is. Uh, let me know your thoughts. <laughs> I need to know your thoughts, Mel, on what's happening at the Titans. I know you're involved with the club still this year. I don't know what the future holds for you as next year and, and, and where that may lay. If you've got an update on that for us, please let us know. But Big Tino and David Fafita, having their contracts linked to a coach, um, very unexpected developments. And I'm tipping probably unexpected for the CEO or at least the board after making a decision to showing – Justin Holbrook, the door. They yeah. they surely, surely they didn't know. And if they didn't know, why not? Or if they did know, geez, that's a big gamble, isn't it? Well, you have to ask them, you know, to be honest with you. Ben, I wasn't aware of the of the contracts, obviously. But, you know, every every contract, every contract in the game uh, has either got a player option clause, clause or a, a club option clause or a mutual option clause. Or a coach option clause. You look at Benny Hunt with, um, you know, with uh, the, with um, Anthony Griffin, and sometimes he's got you got game the number of games options. You know, so there's a number of mm. number of clauses in nearly everyone's contract based on um, their yeah you know, the future what they what players want to do basically. So um, I don't see it as anything different. But you know, obviously wasn't aware of it, and I, I imagine that. Um, the auditors would have seen it as well with the, with the contracts. I mean, I don't think it would have been any secret. But Mal, is this, is this one different? Honest. Is this one different because now the contracts or the extensions that they've signed previously are, are, are pretty much null and void, and they have to go back to the table and and, and, and do this again. Well, there's an, I think um, my understanding is it's, it's a three month uh, clause in where they can reassess yeah their future. You know, so. Mm. Um, Again, I can't really comment on it because you know I wasn't in the in the boardroom or in the executive that that um, you know obviously knew about it, so I wasn't I wasn't aware. So I mean, it's pretty hard for me to comment. But well, like I, I just go back to what I said before, mate, is that every contract that a player signs has got some some form of option in it, and um, everyone would be aware of it. You know, um, the executive would be aware of it at the clubs and. 
and I know that the auditors, uh, the NRL, would be aware of it as well. So it was all passed by. So it was all, it was all approved. Do you expect them to stay? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I think they love it there. You know. So my conversations with the fellows is that you know they all want to stick together. Um, I think we've, well, I know we've built a really strong roster. Um, I think the team's improving every game, even though we lost a lost a game by one point against the Eels on, on the weekend. I just think every every week they're improving. They're becoming a bit more resilient. You know, every player wants stability at their club. You know, they want to be there for you know, long periods of time. They want to grow. They want to grow together. Um, you know, they want to they want to see success there because mm. you know they you know they've invested time effort into it as well. So you know. Uh, but when you talk about stability, obviously, you know, players, everyone wants to see, you know, stability in the coaching, their staff, the roster, um, you know. So, you know, they, they want stability in their home life too. So there's a whole heap of factors that, that come into play. But, you know, stability is a, is a, one of the foundations of a successful club. And I'm pretty sure the players would love to be all together, um, playing their best footy um, you know, and winning the premiership. And that's, that's the goal of the Titans. Mal, it's a pleasure as always. Um, I am not going to cut you off anymore, but the timing, <laughs> it says here, right here, 10.24 on a Wednesday morning, time is up. Um, I could talk to you for hours. In fact, we'll be here, Mal Meninga, tomorrow uh, in the throwdown as well, which is going to be an extended version of The Great Man. Mal, let's do it again next week, shall we? Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, mate. Perfect. Mal Meninga, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, as I said, 24 minutes past 10. Uh, Origin and Titans, that was on the smorgasbord today. We picked through it. Your thoughts, your ideas straight after this.